Welcome to Intel's Conversations in the Cloud. I'm your host, Jake Smith. Join me as I speak with guests from across the world about the latest advancements in cloud and edge computing, data center technology, network infrastructure, security, artificial intelligence, and more. Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another Conversation in the Cloud. I'm joined today by Chris Schnee, Chief Commercial Officer of MaxQ AI. Welcome, Chris. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. So, Chris, you know, AI is the hottest topic in technology today, and your team at MaxQ AI is doing some great work. Can you give our listeners a little bit of background about yourself, how you became the chief commercial officer at MaxQ AI and MaxQ AI? Yeah, happy to. So, starting off with myself, a born and raised Texan, so the word y'all may pop out of my body spontaneously at any moment. Grew up with a fascination for technology and also doing something you wake up and care about. Career started off after a Bachelor of Science in Chemistry at the University of Texas. Year of Japan, six years in micronized silica and polymer films, and the last 21 years in healthcare. That's been a journey with a predominant theme that started off at GECT when the PET-CT imaging technologies were born and then moving on to orthopedics and radiation therapy treatment, developing a new standard of care in neurovascular axis imaging, and a host of things. But I would say if there was one thing that took me to MaxQ, it was bringing a new disruptive solution and turning it into a standard of care. That always takes work, and it always focuses on a keyword that I'm sure will come up on more than one occasion today, which is creating adoption and trust. I joined MaxQ AI three years ago, started off as the Senior Vice President of Commercial Operations, which is the sales and marketing and commercial functions. Over time, took on the customer success functions in MaxQAI, which is our integration planning, service and support, technical pillars that bring our unique business model to bear. And then over the last year, I've served as Chief Commercial Officer. So all commercial functions, whether it's channel business to business, commercializing the MaxQAI solutions through those channels, the marketing and education, the service and support licensing, manufacturing, or the clinical application training of the end customer. Those are the teams of incredible people I get to work with. Well, it sounds like an amazing journey. And you know they say everything's a little bit bigger in Texas. So talk a little bit about some of the successes that you guys have had at MaxQAI, because what you're doing is really transforming diagnosis and the healthcare industry in general. And, you know, considering we talked two years ago, it's a fun bridge to tell where we were and where we are and where we're heading. So Max QAI and kind of picking up on an earlier note you had suggested is it actually has a kind of a cool story in the name. So Max QAI is actually the point of maximum pressure when an aeronautical vehicle takes off. It's usually where things go wrong when a rocket takes off. That's where we see healthcare at, not in the United States viewpoint, but globally. We're at a point today where the patient population is the biggest it's ever been. The number of caregivers in physicians is one of the lowest and declining. And yet technology is at a peak of its prowess. Coming from an imaging background back in my early days, you know, CAT scanners are more powerful than ever before. There's more slices, there's more resolution, there's more neat stuff. But what we have is we have healthcare under this incredible pressure where 
technology in itself hasn't solved the need, which is to create both capacity and to be able to project expertise and bring a non-variable, incredible care level to every time zone simultaneously around the world. MaxQAI actually was founded because one of our original co-founders had a family member who suffered a really poor stroke outcome. And in that moment, there was a decision through the entrepreneurial lens of almost eight years ago to do something about it. So the organization is really a medical diagnostic and healthcare technology company. And while we have AI at the crux of our strengths, machine learning, deep learning and the like, you know, AI in itself is really a tool. MaxQAI today is in a host of different deployments of our solutions. So as a healthcare technology company, it takes the form of AI content. I know we'll talk about that. And content is kind of maybe using a generic term that AI is just a form of content. We also have platform solution tools, which harness AI or legacy applications are already in the acute healthcare space. But you know, from a holistic view, MaxQAI is here to solve that crushing pressure on healthcare, that healthcare is at MaxQ. And the solutions we bring to bear are really to take the form of empowering the care provider who's making the frontline decisions that will ultimately change all of our lives. We're all business people, but we're all going to be patients someday. So empowering that decision, projecting expertise and creating capacity, that's what MaxQ does. That's such a powerful, powerful thing you just said there. I mean, we're all going to be patients someday. Talk about the relationship with Intel, if you could, Chris, because I really feel like, you know, two years ago, we did a podcast, we talked about revolutionizing advanced healthcare imaging, and then we published a paper and then a solution brief on top of that. But our relationship goes beyond the AI builders program. It's begun to evolve. Can you talk a little bit about how it's evolving and the work your team is doing with Xeon? Yeah. So when we look back to where we were bookmark a couple of years back, you know, our AI content suite, which is called a Chepio, a Chepio means to learn in Latin, part of that empowerment and we just discussed, was really at its burgeoning state in terms of being deployed of through our business to business model of the global CT packs and radiology reporting partners. And actually the AI application we were talking about at that time was called a Chepio IX. I is to identify and prioritize. Identify and prioritize what? Uh, well, a Chepio reads non-contrast head CTs. So it's head CTs where you haven't been injected with contrast. We are involved in the Achepio suite of stroke symptomatic and head trauma patients. So those patients are coming to the emergency department right now. And those CT images of the head are coming into a Chepio. And at the time, we were able to identify and prioritize them to the top of the reading queue. No more first in, first out in the reading queue. Which patient actually has a time bomb going off on their head? Let's get to the top of the reading queue so that we can make the next best care decision. Well, at the time, we were working with you to do a really powerful piece of the equation, which is, guess what? It has to run fast. It has to run fast and be scalable and it needs to be appropriate to what is the primary use case of today, which is on-prem. So we work together through you with the optimization teams at Intel and the West Coast of the United States, as well as our Israeli colleagues. So, you know, Max Q's got United States and Israel dual headquarters, and we did some great things. We took run times in the, you know, five minutes down to 90 seconds. And that's through the tremendous work in what was, you know, current Xeon and OpenVINO architectures at the time. Today, we've now applied 
that optimization work that we've done, and it's much more than a device. We're really a comprehensive workflow, a suite of devices that operate in parallel. So today we're using those very same optimizations and doing more with Intel. And now we have a multi-device comprehensive workflow making up all of Chepio. And that entire suite is now able to run because of the work we've done together in these really high speed acute care conditions. If you're going to empower a physician to make the next best decision for somebody with stroke or head trauma, it needs to be able to run incredibly fast, low latency, and you need to be able to scale that as you grow the capability of, in this case, a Chepio. You can't be iteratively adding more time or adding more need there. And we really solved that together then, and we continue to do it now. And now we're not only a multi-device workflow, we're adding entire next workflows. In addition to you know where that is in kind of latency and scalability, it really is, in my perspective, of being at the nexus of some of the world's biggest B2B partners that we have, we really see an incredibly clear line in the sand, on-prem. On-prem right now, using the Intel optimization and Intel chips, which are really sitting in the AI host of our channel partners, think GECT, GE PAX, Philips, Fujifilm, is the Achepio software suites layered onto this AI host, which is often a server. And that server is parked next to the CT or the PACS or Nuance's radiology reporting solution. And it's not only running, of course, Achepio as a premier patient workflow, but it's running a multitude in those on-prem solutions, incredibly fast, power smart, very scalable. And they're what's needed in today's world of learning to trust and harness the AI output, as well as some of the intrinsic concerns around moving things to the cloud and cybersecurity. If we looked at this from a global perspective, we'd have to kind of ratchet up that you know, cybersecurity mantra a bit too. Beyond the optimization of the technical side of our business, just incredibly grateful to the partnership with Intel, you know, multiple business-to-business opportunities and matchmaking new channel partner opportunities, new AI content development opportunities, you know, brought by Intel to MaxQ. We're a part of the Market Ready Solution. We're part of AI Builders, where we cross-promote the shared experience we can bring together. You know, for a company as big as Intel is, we have found Intel to be incredibly nimble to work at the speed of a smaller company like MaxQ. It's been a great partnership. Well, we're certainly honored to have the partnership with MaxQ. But, you know, you talked about something that really is near and dear to my heart. You talked about something that, hey, these are beyond just medical. What we're developing has the capabilities to scale beyond where we are today. Can you talk about some of the new usage models that you're looking into, Chris, that you think really do scale beyond where you are on the CT scan piece? Yeah, so if you look at the cross-section of the business model that we use, MaxQ is a 100% B2B. So our Achepio software suite, as we've discussed a bit, is layered on to the AI host of our channel partners, those big name companies. And those are deployed into acute healthcare to change somebody's life and change the healthcare economics of changing people's lives, both the patient and the physician who's making that decision's lives are changed through the work we do together. Additionally, you know, when you look at not just next to the CT where we're reading those images, but in the PACS vertical and the, you know, digital enterprise verticals, 
that's the nervous system of the hospital where all imagery is run through that. And the ability for Max-Q and Intel through our you know, combined solutions to be able to take any image from any place, any location on the planet and provide a projected expertise and empowered decision back in seconds, that's not just about the site. It's about wherever somebody needs to make a decision. That decision could be at the CT scanner in the emergency department. It could be you know, leveraging that PACS data and projecting it back to radiology or neuroradiology as an example, half a country away. Or it could be actually working with somebody on the other side of the planet simultaneously. When we think about also the application into radiology reporting is the ability to get AI-empowered findings into the report with no click, no more work. Those are the things we've been able to do together through our partnership in Nuance. And then if we kind of step away from AI content, just backing up a bit, is through the additional work we're doing and really excited about you know, the new generation of Xeon is our platform solution tools. So as new and as exciting as AI is, it is young. It is going to be in the Tolkien metaphor. It is going to be the one modality, not to rule them all, but to shape them all. Oof, look at that. Wow. Yeah, it's going to change how equipment's designed and how images are read and how decisions are made at the bedside and even how physicians are trained. They'll come out partnered with AI. It will be the modality to shape them all, to partner with them all. But if you look at the sea of applications that are present in an acute healthcare space, guess what they are? They're still 95% not AI. And so, you know, on our platform suite and some of the things we're doing, you know, in partnership with you is we're developing the tool sets that can link non-AI applications to AI to create workflow to workflow orchestration to harness what you already have and the AI finding to provide the next best combined decision that you can drag and drop. Do you need that application to produce an output that talks to this application that now sends to that care team? And so the ability to harness all of the good applications that are pre-AI and now bring AI is the next phase of empowerment unlocks the universe of the potential. You could standardize care across an entire network. You could generate protocols, say for a stroke protocol, this decision would lead to that decision and that care team could be stood up. So some of the really interesting platform work we're doing is not about building an AI device with a regulatory approval. It's about harnessing and orchestrating the totality of the applications and that is really, of course, interesting in healthcare, but it can be applied in many places. Well, I certainly would agree, Chris. And, you know, you get all of the credit for the modality to rule them all. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You're going to have to figure it out with JRR token. There's probably a royalty. There's probably a royalty. There's a royalty that's owed, but that's fantastic. So where can our listeners find out more information? Well, a couple of places. If you want to learn more about where, you know, MaxQ is applying the heart of our desire to empower projected expertise, to bring capacity that every minute can actually do more and take a bit of burden off of that MaxQ, is you can always go to our website, of course, you can follow us on LinkedIn. But the interesting part is in the healthcare pieces, the Chepio as our core AI content, it's a raw diamond. And until it's cut and faceted and 
made beautiful and then put into a setting. And that setting is in the eye of the beholder. It's still raw. And so if you really want to know about how a Chepio, as an example, can impact you in the healthcare space for intracranial hemorrhage, stroke, head trauma, is actually consult any one of our partners because it's the comprehensive workflow, but it's been made seamless through the deployment of every one of our partners. It's their experience that you're already using, that you don't have to learn anything new except enjoy the empowered expertise. And so I would say GE, Philips, Fuji, and the rest of our partners, Nuance, Blackford, IBM, these are the partners where us and them brings a comprehensive, seamless, and very secure solution made powerful through the partnership between Intel and MaxQ. That's outstanding. Well, I am so honored to have you on this show. I want to have you back in a couple of years, Chris, if you'd like to come back to give us more updates on the progress of MaxQ AI. On behalf of Chris Schnee, Chief Commercial Officer of MaxQ AI, this is Jake Smith, and we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, or good night. Yeah.